Welcome to 2X E-Commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kenei, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. Hello, guys. This is Kune Campbell of the 2X e-commerce podcast. Welcome to the show. This podcast is dedicated to strategic growth for online retailers. And you, my listeners, would typically ask me questions over on Twitter using the hashtag 2X e-commerce. Or um, I would just cover the marketing topic, get at helping you sell more in your online store. So today's show is about the essence of a brand story, right? The essence of a brand story. And um, it sort of circles back to a few weeks ago where I was half term here for my kid. We we have a son, a five-year-old son, and we're going for a road trip up in Wales. We live in Oxford, which is in in England, which is like... um, Northwest of, of London, for those of you who are not aware of the geograph the, the geography of the UK. And you know, Wales is 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 westwards, right? Um sorry, sorry, eastwards. Um and yeah, so we, we took a, a lovely sort of road trip up to the um coast of Wales and on our way there we were hungry. And I stopped by a services station, not only to, to look for some food to eat, but also to, to, to get some petrol or, or gasoline. And um, my wife, we have been quite, I'll, I'll give you a bit of a background story. My wife and I have been, you know, over the years, quite picky with what we eat. We try and eat organic, you know, free range, you know, foods, you know, free, free range meats. Um, when we eat meats, we try and go organic as, as often as possible. And um, so we had, we, we, we tried to stay away from, um, you know, um, standard takeaways, you know, like um, McDonald's or KFC. However, this day was different. <laughs> we were starving. And um, my wife walks up to, so I um, go buy, you know, the, the, you know, I went buy some petrol. And um, I also, I think I was exploring um, a shop, I think. It was like a grocery shop in there. I was picking up what I could, you know, just, you know, eat. And she said, look, I'm going to get a KFC. I'm going to try and explore what's, you know, she she was not yet sort of, um, she was not yet bought in. She, she hadn't yet made a final decision as to whether she was going to get a KFC or not. But um, she eventually walked up to the KFC to make a decision. And right in front of her, she sees a wall mural. And on the wall mural, it's like they're telling their story. They're like, um, we do not use battery farmed, you know, chickens. We are very, you know, um, into animal welfare. 
all, most of our chickens on the bone are um, all of our chickens on the bone are, are sourced from the UK and Ireland. They're fresh. They're, they they don't stay in the restaurants, you know, for more than forty eight hours. Um, they have healthier menus. Um, they even don't do, you know, zero hour contracts in the UK. There's a big thing about zero hour contracts where, you know, there's no real contract when they hire you, just hire and fire you, you know, a will. And um, I think they also talked about the fact that um, all of their products were palm oil free and um, they used rapeseed oil and sunflower oil, which were, you know, healthier, healthier alternatives to palm oil. So the whole story was there and she just looked and said, okay, wow, these guys have changed up their game because the last time we had a KFC was like five years or like five years ago, right? So she was like, well, I'm, I'm bought here. And that story was not like talking about their features or their products or anything like that. It was just telling, um, giving us an idea of where they are, you know, their ethos. And, um, she was bought, she was sold on it. And um, she went on to, to purchase, you know, after five years, um, uh, you know, a pack of um, KFC, you know, just chicken, right? And, and that was quite interesting. She came into the car and, you know, I I, I was starving and um, she's like, this stuff is apparently good, you know? And, and I just, you know, I, we, 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 we ate it, we had fun and um, yeah, we were satisfied. Right, so... How does that link to e-commerce? You'd probably ask me. And I'll say very, very, very strongly, um, when you think about it, and uh, you, you, you have to give your brand story. You have to tell it in some way, shape or form. Um, primarily, it will be on your website, you know, where, where you tell your brand story. However, it should be amplified across social media and all of your advertising, even if you're, you're, you're doing TV advertising, it should be amplified very strongly in TV advertising. It should be strongly, you know, amplified to any videos you do to image, you know, ads to, to your Facebook, to some of your Facebook organic posts, to your Facebook adverts, where you just tell a story. Now here, here are a few things you should know about, you know, brand story. It is not an elevator pitch. You're not, you know, talking about um, technical set of features. You're, 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 you're more or less, you know, trying to connect to your why, you know, why you do stuff. Why do you, why do you exist? Why do you exist as a business? Or why did you produce this product? You know, what was the story? What was the genesis? How did it evolve? to what people are seeing there. What's the story behind that product? What's the story behind your company? Who are the people in your company? What do, what do they think like? What makes them tick? You know, why did you found your, 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 your company? Why? And, and I, I would, you know, employ you to read Simon Sinek's book called Starting with the Why. I think it starts with the why. And um, he, he covers a lot of, you know, that core, you know, essence of the existence of a business, of a startup. Uh, beyond startups and for established businesses, you really need to think why beyond just making money or, you know, feeding your family, you need to think about why you, you, you're you in the market and who you're serving in the market. You know, there's another good book by G Gary Keller. It's called The One Thing. That's book has changed my life. It's made me 
you know, very, I'll say minimal in my outlook to life because it just focuses every time I do stuff, I try and connect it to my one thing. Right. And if you apply the one thing philosophy to your business, you, you will you will understand the one thing. What is the one thing? You start to think about the one thing that your customers want. And you you really need to think about also the one, you know, one thing of every kind of customer. You you, you would not have one sort of customer. You probably have segments. And there there's one thing that will make them purchase from you. And you need to think about how you your story can connect to their one thing. Okay. It may not sound technical, you know, this, um, this, this, this episode, but it's foundational in, in the way you think to marketing your company or the way you think about, you know, just, just amplifying the, the story behind your company. Okay. Right. So I want you to really think inwardly, right? At the same time, think very empathetically from the point of view of segments of your customers. You know, what do they care about? You know, how do they, you know, what exactly do they care about? And how do the wants and the needs of um, each customer segment, you know, you, you know, how do their, 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 how do their wants actually connect with your product and your value proposition? You know, how do the wants of each of your, your your customer segments connect to your products and value proposition? I'll give you a quick example. The last iPhone 7 that came out, um, they were talking about the engineering that went into creating the camera. You know, they have like um, a dual camera in the front of the iPhone 7. You know, the engineering, the thought process, the challenges of their old, you know, um, camera and why they, they put the camera together and then they, they moved into the features of that camera, right? And, you know, that, that, that particular story was very much targeted to the customer base or customer segment that really care about photographs on their cameras, right? They also talked about, um, you know, the challenges that people were having with space, you know, with, with, their, with, with their phones. Again, that, you know, that, that particular story is to the challenges of squeezing so much hard drive space um, on iPhones actually connected to people who care about, you know, space on their iPhone. So within particular products, you know, you you can tell a story if, if you're a manufacturer of your products. At the same time, if you step up a bit to your um, brand, you know, to, to your company, they're wise, you know, you know, you might've been very specialist in expert in, in the things you sell. So let's say you came from a, um, you're a photographer and you're now selling, you know, camera equipment or camera accessories online. You know, you, you probably want to tell a story about your, the, the, you know, your, 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 your journey, you know, from, from being that photographer through to, to, um, you know, selling, you know, photography, you know, equipment online, it's so interesting, you know, so there's always that thing about, you know, you know, some, especially when you can, you can connect the statements of, you know, um, this can be done better, you know, um, this can be done better, you know, something had to be, or I forget the, the statement again, but, you know, this can be done better, right? So the other thing I want to talk about with regards to the story is remember that um, when you build your story, you're, you're trying to 
you know, put some reasoning as to how you created, how, you know, put some reasoning to the creation of, of your brand or the creation of your store or the creation of a product. It's, it's a very emotive part of, of, of marketing, right? And it would reveal the human side of your company, you know, the concerns, what you care about and how it connects to the products you, you make or the products you sell. So I, I like to put it this way. If you know the who, right? So the who, there's a, when you're creating your story, there's always a who. The who would be your customer. The who would be you. And then the why connects you to, right? Your, your customer and you, the brand, to what you're doing, which is a product or your store. Okay. So um, I'm going to wrap up by saying like, you know, um, just giving you ways um, you could tell your story and, you know, areas you could tell your story. Obviously the first place you want to think about telling your story is your homepage, right? On your homepage, you need to, even if it's succinct, you know, um, you know, let that connect to a much bigger you know, about or our story page, but you should start out your story on your homepage, right? And video is always a good way of telling your story. And this is why um, crowdfunding, you know, sites such as Indiegogo and Kickstarter work really well because these people have the opportunities to tell their their story. Then, you know, they, it's quite emotive. A lot of the successful, you know, um, Indiegogo or um, Kickstarter campaigns that they're quite emotive, but they connect those emotions with their product and people just get it because you're speaking first to emotions before you talk about the features, right? An emotion could be a frustration. It could be a frustration. And most of the time it's a frustration. It could be a fear. Um, it could be an annoyance. It could trigger a state of happiness, you know, sadness. And then you, you, you bring in, you know, your products that, that changes their situation, right? Okay. And um, so other places you, you could tell your story could be your category pages where you offer visual cues. So you offer visual cues in your, um, your category page, basically, that support your brand story. Okay, so think about like Dyson, for instance, if you go to the Dyson website and um, you go to a category, it could, they, they would probably have like um, our story, you know, just a snippet, a visual snippet, which just says our story or, you know, why we created the DS or did the DC 300, you know, something like that. So these are cues that reinforce, it was just like when my wife got into the, um, to 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 KFC and the huge war moral was there, you know, telling their story. You, you want to to also use that, you know, um, you want to have that moral which tells a story. And I think the best way to do it is with visuals, right? And always think mobile first. I'm, you know, I'm a mobile first person, man. guys, <coughs> girls. Okay, so the other way to to sort of, um, you know, um, the other area to, to tell your story really would be on your product pages. Um, very, very important. Um, I like what Belleroy, Belleroy Leathers do their, Belleroy Wallets, you know, they're, they're a wallet company. And what they do on product pages is um, they, they, they talk about their leathers, 
right? So, so this is another way you're looking at it where um, there's a major story, which they have a, a story, you know, where they talk about the attention to detail, why they did, you know, why they built out their company. And then there's sub stories, right? And their sub stories really are the material, you know, where they got their leather from. So that product you're looking at, you know, the leather was sourced from this place. And, you know, so, so all of that just comes to play and blends in that experience, you know, um, so, and it blends in the copy, it blends in the experience and it, it convinces and reinforces, you know, customers as to the, you know, the reason you, you're here, you exist and the reason you're selling, you know, the, the products to, to them. Okay, guys, I will, that, that's it for, for today. And I hope you found this useful, helpful as usual. And, um, until the next show, um, I'd like to, you know, wish you guys a fantastic day, remainder of the day. And, you know, remember if you have any questions regarding e-commerce, product marketing, or marketing in general, just hook me up, use the hashtag 2xecommerce on Twitter. I'll pick it up and take it from there and you know answer your questions on here on the show i would probably be working on on a voice mailbox where you guys could just ring and leave your um your questions you know and ask questions on there but you know i'm happy 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 to to, to help on here anyway until the next show i will see you guys later bye bye so that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2x e-commerce Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2xecommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.